Welcome to the Sunday Morning Meeting Podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's message is by Alex Bryan. So how are you doing? It's good to speak to you today. Um, you know, I've been leading worship uh, and being part of the worship team um, most weeks that we've been on uh, on the live stream, but it's nice to be able to come and talk to you today. And, uh, you know, I really hope uh, that you're all doing well out there. I love uh, this church family so much. I, I love being with you guys, and uh, I am looking forward to that day where we can be together again. And um, this morning, the word I want to share to you, with you uh, is, is, called, is about cultivating the culture of the kingdom of God. And, um, and uh, you know, having seen what's going on this week, I was aware how relevant this message is, but this morning, God just really impacted me with that, especially as Shona was praying and we were just finishing up the worship there and God really touched my heart with that. Um, you know, we need the kingdom of God and his culture to impact our lives and, um, and the culture around us in this nation and the nations. He, Jesus is the only answer to the things that are going on in the world, the things that aren't right in the world, the things that, are, that cause pain, that cause, uh, you know, lead to death, that lead to destruction. Uh, Jesus is the answer. He brings salvation and his kingdom is the answer. You know, we were singing today, your kingdom come, your will be done. Uh, here on the earth, Father God, Jesus, we pray your kingdom come, your will be done. That was a to- uh, and, that was, and that was a prayer that, that Jesus taught us himself. He, le- he led us to, to pray that, to see that happen. And, um, you know, so that's what this has spurred, spurred this message on today, really. It's uh, wanting to see the culture of the kingdom of God impact our lives. You know, it's something that God's been asking me this week is, um, is, is your life uh, reflecting the culture of heaven? Are you seeing the culture of heaven in your life? Uh, is your household reflecting the culture of heaven? And, um, or is it reflecting the culture of the world? And so that's made me ask this question. And, um, and when I pray, your kingdom come, your will be done, I'm not sure about you, um, but sometimes I've prayed that prayer and almost expected your kingdom come, your will be done to be something that's uh, happening somewhere else. Uh, I pray and I think, oh, God's going to do something, you know, maybe in that, in that radius over there or something, you know, like that zone will be hit by kingdom come, your will be done. Uh, and, you know, we'll see a bit of heaven on earth there. Um, I, don't, I have not often looked at it as like, it needs to happen in me. But God was saying to me this week, you know, when you pray that prayer, if you're going to pray that prayer, you need to expect to see uh, your kingdom come and your will be done in your life um, as it is in heaven. Uh, because we are the ambassadors of his kingdom on this earth. We, um, are, we, we are here to spread the kingdom of God. Amen. Um, in... In the beginning, uh, Adam and Eve had the same role. When they were created, their purpose was to spread the kingdom of God, spread the culture of God across the earth. Adam and Eve were placed in that perfect heaven-on-earth environment of intimacy with God and relationship with God, and he, and he gave them that commission of uh, go forth and uh, multiply, subdue the world, spread this kingdom, spread my authority, spread my nature, spread uh, the goodness of, of, where you, of, of what you're enjoying, of the environment you live in across the earth. And, um, you know, I believe that now as we have been saved, 
and uh, restored to the kingdom of God, that he is, um, he's positioned us in that same place. He's restored us to that original purpose of being people that are of his kingdom and bring his kingdom culture to the earth. Um, so where does this sort of come from? Yeah, it came from that prayer of kingdom come, your will be done. But it's also come from, you know, the words that we've been listening to so far this year, the words that God's been speaking into our lives this year so far. Um, you know, uh, whether it's been here with Pastor Paul and what, he, what he's been sharing, but also um, there's a series that I've been tuning into a little bit called Voice in the Noise in Horsham. And God's, and, and just through those words, all those words that God's been bringing, um, I really believe God's speaking to us about listening to his voice and putting his voice first in our lives and making sure that he is the first, making sure that he's above all the other noise, every other influence that's in our lives. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, like I said, as I've been dwelling on that and on those words and am I putting Jesus' voice first and assessing if I'm listening to other things more than Jesus in my life, that led me to that question of culture. You know, what is the culture of my life? Um, what is, uh, am I seeing heaven impact my life every single day? So yeah, I've observed my life uh, a little bit this week uh, and, uh, and over this, especially the beginning of this year. And, um, and looking at that aspect of, you know, if God's meant to be the most primary voice in my life, um, what else is there going on? What other noise is there? Um, you know, what am I listening to a lot and, and what is it speaking to my life? You know, there's a lot that uh, we have in this modern age that allows us to connect, but it also feeds into us constantly things of lots of voices. So we have social media and so, uh, there's loads of voices on there and that feeds into my life every day if I let it, and I'm looking at it constantly. And uh, there's also the, the news as well, which is great to inform us, but you know, we often see it as, uh, what we can often see is that it's driven by fear, and um, it's almost like fear sells, so that's what they go with. So um, am I allowing those things to influence me more than the voice of God? Um, so when I assess, uh, uh, assessed or observed my own life, I noticed, you know, I need to... Uh, change the, the culture I was subscribing to, you know. Um, instead of subscribing to the culture of this world and the things that are, um, and how the world says I should live, I need to subscribe to the culture of heaven and not only, you know, put the word of God first, but also see it outwork in my life, see the kingdom of God manifest. So this, that's, um, you know, it doesn't mean I'm going to ignore what's going on around. It doesn't, you know, we've, we've heard about what's been going on this week and it's important for us to acknowledge what's going on because uh, then we can seek God on what, to, what we as Christians and what we as believers are, are meant to respond like in these situations. Uh, what he wants us to do and what he wants us to bring in earth as it is in heaven. This is what your kingdom come, your will be done looks like to me. Uh, it's like pursuing the presence of God um, pursuing the presence of God and expecting when I pray, your kingdom come, your will be done, that uh, there'll be a manifestation of heaven in my life. Uh, that it won't be something external to me, but it will be something that's in, that, that happens inside me. It affects my life 
and it affects, uh, and then that starts to affect my household, and then that starts to affect my surroundings, my my you know maybe the streets I live on, and you know as we gather together as a church, it, it affects us as a community, and um, and I believe that's what God wants, that's what Jesus wanted for us when he pray, when he taught us to pray, Your kingdom come, Your will be done. He he, he wants us to see heaven. Uh, in our lives and through our lives every day. Um, so I just wanted to share a quote from a, a book called The Culture of Heaven, which is um, you know, just about what the heart of the Father is on this. So it just says, the, father, the heart of Father God is for his people to be influenced daily by the same culture that he has created and now inhabits. We are to grow so accustomed to the heavenly culture that we start to affect and infect everything and everyone around us with the look, values, style, vernacular, and feeling of heaven. In the process, we transform our lives, uh, we transform our homes, our neighborhoods, cities, and nation by spreading the culture of heaven until it has gone viral, spreading into all the cultures of the earth. Now, to me, that looks like what revival is, you know, uh, if we see the culture of heaven outworking in our lives and spreading for our neighborhoods, in our homes, our neighborhoods, our cities, our nations, and the world, and the cultures of the earth, that's revival to me. And again, it's a similar question of, with your kingdom come, your will be done. Uh, sometimes when I've prayed that before, of, um, uh, when, you know, when I've been part of a prayer meeting, we've been praying for revival, we want to see the kingdom come. Um, I've honestly, I'll be honest with you, I've, I've prayed for revival sometimes and my expectation in those prayer meetings is that it's going to be something that God does externally to me. It's going to be something where I pray, Lord, we want to see revival, we want to see a move of your spirit. And so um, God moves somewhere, maybe in this town, you know, but it's, he comes and, and moves by his spirit and touches the lives of people that aren't yet saved but it had nothing to do with me or someone else that was saved already. Um, but actually, this image that was in that quote, I think, is more in line with what revival looks like. It is the kingdom of God so impacting our lives that, the, that that culture works in us and transforms us, and then it transforms our homes, transforms our surroundings to the point where people see that and they, then they taste that it is good. You know, we see in Acts 2 that the way the believers lived and, and were together and the way the culture inhabited their community, the culture of the kingdom of God, inhabited their community, uh, saw people added to their numbers daily uh, because people tasted and saw that the Lord is good through their lives. And um, <clears throat> so I want to encourage us today that revival uh, starts in us. You know, I'm not saying that this is the beginning of a, of a revival uh, like we may have seen before, but, you know, we can have personal revival in our lives every single day. Hallelujah. We can see Jesus impact our lives, transform us from glory to glory every single day, and then that transforms what is around us too. And that's the purpose of a believer, I, I believe. That's the purpose of us as believers. Uh, not to passively live life uh, in a way of, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven, but to actively engage in the kingdom of God every day. Now, I'm not saying that's what we do, but I just think we need to make sure that's, 
that's where our mindset is. Uh, all I believe, that's what I need to do every single day. I need to make sure that I'm seeking God's kingdom every single day and a transformation of that kingdom in my own life so that it impacts the world around me. And that's so key at this time because as we've seen, there's things going on in the world that need the answer, which is Jesus, that need the kingdom of heaven to come and bring hope, to come and bring peace, to come and bring love. Yes, we have a responsibility as individuals to, uh, to, to respond to this and, and to, to what's going on and to, and to assess how we act and how we think and how we teach our, our, our children. You know, educate your sons has come out. There has been a, a statement that's um, come from this week and what's happened. So I need to take that responsibility as a father to make sure my son has the right value for women and for, and, and for other people, you know. We've had this last year, um, you know, many different occasions of um, racial injustice and uh, beyond that as well. It's, it's, on, it's an ongoing thing, isn't it? But the kingdom of God teaches us how to value people uh, the, the right way. Yes, we can think on how we need to do it in our own lives. And we can think of it as from a worldly point of view. And what that, that, that statement of educate your sons is great. But absolutely. But nothing is like the kingdom for teaching us how to value people for who they are. Whether or not it's because, uh, between the sexual, uh, uh, sexuality of male, female, whether or not it's race, um, uh, and even religion uh, and, and other belief systems and cultures and customs... The, the kingdom of God teaches us how to value people because when we are looking at people from a kingdom perspective, we understand that every single person is made in the image of God and we hold them in that position of that's a son, that's a, that's a daughter of God. You know, that's an aspect of living in that kingdom culture, you know, and that starts in our households of, of holding our wives, uh, our husbands in that position of that they are the son, they are a daughter of the Most High. Our children, we're given to steward. We're holding them in that position of they are sons and daughters of the Most High and I need to lift them to God and, uh, and search for the gold that's in their lives to honour them and to lift them to be what God's called them to be. So how does that manifestation of the Kingdom of God look in our lives? I think there's so much we could look at uh, today from the word that would, um, that would all be right. It would all be on the ball because, um, you know, Jesus' life was, you know, a manifestation of the kingdom of God throughout. He, everything, what he taught, how he lived, um, his ministry, the miracles uh, that he saw in his life. Uh, so we could look at that. But what I wanted to look at today is... Um, Galatians 5, 22 to 23. Uh, so it's the fruit of the Spirit. And, um, and today I just wanted to focus on this because we, I haven't got um, a long, long time. I just wanted to root it all in this scripture as, as we seek God and want to see the manifestation of his kingdom. Um, these are core attributes of the kingdom of God. This is God's nature. This is, and it outworks in us as a fruit of the Spirit, as the Spirit works in us. And 
if these things were manifest in us and manifest in our culture today, then uh, things would be different. Uh, that's the simple fact of it. I could try and point out different things, but things would be different. Things would be more like heaven. And uh, so here, here is it. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. So I want to see those things manifest in my life. Um, I want to see that kingdom culture, not just for me, but for, what, for, for my, what's around me. That's a key part of today's message. For, for my household uh, and for my neighbors um, and for my community. Um, why do I want to see it more for what's around me? Because, um, to, you know, this, this week, a couple of days ago, I had a, a moment with God where I was... Uh, it was in the morning, and I had Jasmine. I was looking after her, and uh, she'd gotten up, but she doesn't sleep super well in the night. She wakes up a lot. And um, so in the morning, I was thinking, all right, we'd had a little bit of breakfast. I was thinking, I'll try and give her a nap because she probably needed a nap. And I thought, a little bit of me was probably thinking, um, if she goes down to sleep, I'll have some time as well. <laughs> um, but I put on some worship music. We'd already put on worship music for breakfast. And, uh, but then when, we, when I was going to get her down for a nap, um, there's an odd occasion where Noah's not around because he's gone off for a sleepover that I get to like, just be looking after Jasmine. So, and um, something that's happened sometimes, but not all the time, because it's better to put her down in her bed for a nap, is that we'd have a cuddle and she'd fall asleep. So I was like, probably a bit selfish. I'm going to try and have a cuddle <laughs> and she'll fall asleep. Um, it didn't work in the end, but... Um, the point was that in this moment, I, w I went in the, we went in the living room, the music was on in the dining room, and I put something on the TV just to like, uh, distract her so she could watch it. She, um, uh, or like look at that while she fell asleep. And, um, but whilst this was all going on, I just was listening to the music and I had an encounter with God. And I don't know if you've had these sort of encounters before where you just sort of get transported to like seeing God in his glory. And it's not like anything changes physically in a sense. I can't see anything different, but in my heart, I just encounter God uh, in his glory. And sometimes in those moments, and I encounter these attributes of heaven, uh, I, of his love, his joy, and his peace. Uh, you know, and I honestly think, even in a moment where I'm holding my daughter, who I want to see grow up, I think I would love to be in heaven. Um, and it's hard to explain because why would I want to leave her? I wouldn't want to leave her, but I, you know, Paul himself uh, in, in the Bible spoke of that, didn't he? That he would long to be in heaven, but he knows he has stuff to fulfill in the earth and, and God's still got a plan for him. God has a plan for my life. I'm not going to heaven right now. Praise the Lord. Um, uh, but also, I do long to be in heaven in that moment. Um, but God spoke to me out of that moment and said, you long to be in heaven, but you can have heaven on earth. Um, and the reason you need to stay on earth and have heaven, heaven on earth is because you need to touch the lives of those around you with heaven on earth. Because look at the world. It needs me. It needs heaven. Um, you know, what you're encountering right now, people can encounter through your life and then they can encounter for themselves as they come to know me. 
So that fruit of the Spirit is evidence in my life if I'm seeing it that I'm living in a kingdom culture. Um, I, I just want to share quickly, as I haven't got too long left, I just wanted to, sh- I had a big thing to share about it, but some of you might know that my dad's been in hospital. He's been in hospital for six weeks now, and that's due to COVID and pneumonia. And um, at first, uh, he's doing a lot better now. He's, he's out of intubation, which he was put into, and that's really helped him out. And uh, he's now doing a lot better. Uh, he's, the, the infection has gone. Uh, he's, had, he's long had COVID tests that are negative, so he's doing, and his, and his breathing's getting better as well. It's a slow and steady process. But the, the nurses have said, you know, like, he's so strong. And, you know, me and my mum are like, you know, that's God. And um, we know it is because uh, we're praying for him and so many people are praying for him. Uh, and that, just, like, that testimony is awesome of what God's doing. Um, but right in the beginning, the message was pretty grim of what we received. It was, it was like he's, he's not in a good spot. Um, and so when I heard that um, message, yes, it caused me, I was crying. I was, uh, there was a lot of emotion in that moment. Um, but what I chose to do was to go into my room, uh, I've got a study, I went into that room and I, I picked up my guitar and I worshipped. And I worshipped God and I was crying my eyes out. And it's hard to sing when you're crying your eyes out, as you might have seen sometimes as I've worshipped here and it's happened. Um, but I was declaring the healing power of God over my dad and, and worshipping God, lifting God up in that moment, even when it seemed like there was little hope really because of what had been shared with us and what was the result of that um, yes we've seen the healing power of, of, of um, God at work in my dad and, and the strength of him but also in my life I've, I've known peace in this for the last six weeks there's been changes in circumstance throughout the process and I've known peace in my life when it comes to this situation every single day. I've not worried about it. And, you know, we've got a family message and there'll be different messengers going around and about what's going on and stuff. And with dad, and there's some, obviously you can see worry there. My mum shared with me how my other siblings are doing and stuff. And, you know, I've just known peace this whole time. And I believe that's because the culture of God, the culture of the kingdom has, has manifested in my life because of how I responded in that moment. Um, you know, I could have cried with my family and that would have been a healthy and good thing to do in that time as well. But I chose to seek God in that moment. I believe God's kingdom manifests more in my life in that season because of that, because, um, I cho- because of that choice. Um, so as I'm coming towards the end, and, you know, I've got, uh, I just wanted to touch quickly on, you know, making this a bit more practical for us is, so what does it look like? Um, you know, I said cultivating the culture of the kingdom of God. And um, for me this week, it's been a challenge to me of making time for God. And I think that's the, the simplest form I could put down, uh, cultivate it in too. Um, you know, in gardening, it means to weed out uh, de-weed the garden and to turn the soil over so it's more useful. And, um, you know, I think in our lives, it simply means to make that space for God, get the things out, the weeds out, 
Um, and that might just be things that are taking up our time and energy. Weeds take up energy, but they don't produce any fruit. Um, turn the soil over, um, because it's, it's the, the point is that the, the sun and the wind can dry the soil out. And in our lives, sometimes the soil can be dried out and it can go crusty, where you know, things can't get in there, fruit, uh, things can't be planted and there can't be any fruit uh, that come from that soil. And so turn the soil over in our lives. Uh, but I believe the way that works is co-laboring with God. So it's creating that space in our lives to meet with God, pursuing God and wanting to see his kingdom come in our lives, um, pouring ourselves out to him. You know, practically, how does that look? It might look like um, making more time in your day just to spend with God, read the Bible, pray, worship, um, encounter him in his presence. It, it, it might look like planning to do a fast so that you can focus uh, more on God and being intimate with him and these things, other things that might be a distraction. Even good things can be a distraction from God because God is better than all things. And so making that space for God and putting things in place in our households so that God is at the center. So I want to encourage you to cultivate that time in your life I think it's so important for us, and I hope this message has come across to you today and what I've been saying. Um, I think it's so important for us to cultivate. As Pastor Paul was saying earlier, you know, there's, there's the birth pangs in us that lead us to cry out for God and a move of his spirit because of what's going on. And this is what this feels like to me. It's, it feels like God's calling me to uh, cry out for more of him it impacts my life so I can impact those around me. That's not a selfish thing to pray for because um, he has placed us in our, where we are as his hands and feet on the earth to see his kingdom come. So we, we, it's our responsibility as we co-labor with him to pursue him and to see his kingdom increase in our lives, in our households, in our community, in our churches, because the church is meant to be an influence in the nation and the nations to see his kingdom come and his will be done. So just as we come to the end of, um, of this time, I just wanted to pray over us all. Um, I just want to encourage you to make space for God. Ask him to fill you afresh with his spirit and give you a fresh desire to pursue him. Because we only pursue God because of God. We only worship God because of God. It's like a circle. <laughs> It, our desire for God comes from God, so we can ask him for that desire, for that hunger. You know, and if what you need to, enable, uh, to encourage you to ask for that desire is to see things in the world, or to see a situation in your own life where you need to see this fruit outworking more and more, then let that be the, the thing that call, causes you to cry out to God, I need a greater desire for you, Lord. I want to see your kingdom come in my life more. I want to see this fruit because I'm living in your spirit, Lord God. Hallelujah. So that's... I just want to pray over us now as we come to the end of this word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you have, you have made the way. It is finished and it is done, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that now you've called us to, to seek you, Lord, and to and to pray your kingdom come, your will be done.
but to expect that to be manifest in our lives, Lord God. So I pray now for a fresh outpouring of your spirit on us, Lord God, as we pray your kingdom come, your will be done here in our lives, in our households, as it is in heaven, so we can see this earth transformed by the culture of, of heaven. We want to see heaven on earth, Lord God. Lord, I pray that we would be impacted. Everyone listening now and when uh, maybe on listening back later would, would be impacted, Lord, by your love, your joy, your peace, your patience, your kindness, your goodness, your faithfulness, your gentleness, and your self-control, Lord. Lord, I, I pray your spirit would bring those things into fruition in our lives, Lord God, as we seek you, Lord God, as we call out for you, as we give you the space to manifest your kingdom more and more in our lives. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, that this is the purpose you've given us and you've restored us to it. And what a privilege it is to seek you, to know you, Lord God, and to be ambassadors of your kingdom on this earth. I pray that we wouldn't take it lightly, Lord, but every day, Lord, that we would pursue you so that we see more of your kingdom come and your will be done, Lord God. That we would know you more to make you known to this world. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your holy name. Amen. I pray that words blessed you today and encouraged you. And I'm, I encourage you to share testimonies of what God's doing in your life because of this, this word or other words that God's spoken to us. Um, you know, Hub Online, I'm sure that would be a great moment for that, especially to be able to share things that God's doing in your life. So that's the end of this morning's service. And um, just before we finish, I wanted to encourage you to uh, well, uh, I wanted to remind you about giving online uh, today. Um, there'll be a slate that comes up, I'm sure, that says about all the ways you can, you can give. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining us today. And um, be blessed. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.